0: from Thomas off the edge Eli Manning airs it out down the field it is caught by Tyree oh my god this ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player Harrison trying to knock it down that's a great catch by David Tyree welcome back to catch the moment podcast it's your host David Tyree Hey, dolo mission here today, man, but I promise you we're going to get you where you need to go. That's really our, our purpose, right? I, I had some thoughts. I actually had some thoughts today. Not sure when this this episode is going to go live, but this is fresh off the dome piece right here. I had a little thought that came into my head today. You know, love leads to legacy. Um, I have lived my the majority of my life with a great amount of attention. intention. Intention. What you pay attention to. Right. You know, it kind of directs us. But if we don't live with intention, then we're gonna delay our pursuit, right? We're gonna delay our goals. We're gonna delay our purpose. And um, you know, I'm gonna tap into some of those some of those inner not inner vows, but really what most of us are thinking about, you know, how we're gonna be productive, how we're gonna be Better men, better leaders, better businessmen, better businesswomen, better husbands, fathers, wives, et cetera, et cetera. So that's kind of how it dropped on me today. Love leads to legacy. I'm going to take y'all on a, on a quick little journey. There was this scripture years ago that I used to always mess it up. You know, it was so funny because that's what we do. We just jack stuff up. You know, humans, we're good at it. We're good for jacking stuff up. But the scripture was, where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Right, and I used to tell my story, you know, different you know parts of my journey, and I would be like, "Where your treasure is," I would say, "Where your heart is, there your treasure will be." <laughs> I'm like, "Hmm, no, it actually says where your treasure is, there your heart will be." So let's talk about where your money is. Your heart is also there. Well, one example of it is, you know, parents who pay for school they're more inclined to hold teachers accountable. They're more inclined to inquire of their kids. Hey, what's going on in this class, right? And it doesn't mean that other parents don't care. It just means that I got money on the table, big dog. So that's actually what it's saying. But I was actually saying it backwards, but it still has merit, right? Where our heart is, it can lead to a treasure, right? And heart is very interesting, right? I'm not going to get too deep in that way, but... I'm going to give you some examples because I've lived it out in a way where there's some fruit. You know, I was fortunate to be of the 1% in the football world that plays at the high school level and actually gets to play in the National Football League. So, of course, I love football. And um I love I love Christ. I love God. I love my family. I'm, those are three examples of things that I genuinely love that have led to a treasure. And I'm not talking about a financial treasure, I'm talking about a reward, right? And when we think about treasure, you know, we probably have some fable pictures in our mind, you know, treasure at the end of the rainbow, stuff like that. (laughs) But um, I'm just going to talk about it from that standpoint. Because if you're if you're fortunate to follow things, you hear words like passions and purpose and what's your why? I'm I'm all into it. I'm here for it. I've never been about crushing ideas, but I have been about framing it in the right way so that we can minimize um so that we can number one just package this up so we can actually go do it. You know, there's a lot of theory and rhetoric, and at the end of the day, the way the way Jesus said it, he says you do and then you shall know. So we put a lot of emphasis on just learning information. I put a lot of emphasis on gained experience. So these grades that y'all, you know, you know, this, this, is, this is earned right here. I'm out here feeling this, feeling this salt and pepper. In my football journey, of course, you know, starts just like most kids, young. And, but it led to a treasure. Why? Because I love the game. And what happens is when you love something, you're willing to sacrifice for it or you're willing to suffer for it. So when we hear the word sacrifice, that means something different to everyone. Now, I'm a spiritual man, so I know that wherever there's a sacrifice, there's an altar. So I want to help you guys understand something. This is going to sound spiritual, but it's very practical. Wherever there's a sacrifice, there's the giving up for something, right? You're, I mean, you're, you're saying that this is something of value, but I value something else more, right? And something has to be put on this invisible altar, whether you see it or not, and it's gone, right? So sometimes we sacrifice time right? Sometimes we sacrifice money. Sometimes we sacrifice relationships, right? Because we value something else more. Now, I'm very much into sacrifice, but I'm into necessary sacrifice. I'm into meaningful sacrifice. I'm not into sacrificing anything that I value, right? Immensely, right? So I call that I have sacred commitments. So, I'll you know, I'll get back to this thing because, you know, I want to shape that because that's what it's going to take, to see the treasure. Well, with football, what do the sacrifices look for? Of course, you have to you have to gain some general measure of mastery, right? Like hard work, consistency, commitment, focus, attention to detail. All, wherever you go, you're going to have to work your craft, right? Whatever skill that you're looking to attain, you're going to have to lean in. You're going to have to understand what the detail and the requirements are of the role, right? So, just just take your, your sphere of influence, right? Whether it's real estate, you're gonna, if you're going to be successful in a particular venture, you're gonna have to learn the details that allow you to separate yourself from amongst your peers. And that road gets narrower and narrower the further you go, right? Pop Warner, high school, collegiate, right? Division three, division two, division 1A, division one you got to be that much more valuable at each level, right? Because the talent pool increases. As a receiver, you know, what separates great receivers is those who can get separation, right? At the end of the day, you got to get open and you got to, you know, catch the football and you got to make a play. Well, the more gifted and skilled you are, like if you're just an immense talent, like, you know, Megatron, right? It wasn't that hard, (laughs) (laughs) Now, it takes nothing away because he also had the work ethic. He also had the pedigree that it took to be a Hall of Famer. But when you're 6'5", 225 pounds, 235 pounds, you run a 4'3", oh my goodness, you got a a starter kit unlike few people in the world, right? So in order to separate himself, he basically had to put all that work in to become a Hall of Famer, but getting to the NFL, hey man, it's a little different than some dude who's 5'10", running a four or five right he has to have some other intangibles to make up for what he's lacking in size and speed and i want you to take that analogy and begin to consider the very same thing in your sphere of influence you might not have everything but you have to take the time and make the necessary sacrifices how does that look in the marketplace well you know what if you weren't given the head start, if your father wasn't in real estate and you're in the real estate, guess what? You're going to have to spend more time in focusing on how to network. You might have to spend more time in networking. Right. Because you don't have all the knowledge. And you don't have the book of relationships. You're starting from scratch. Right. Some people are starting from a different point. Right. So if you love it, you're willing to make the necessary sacrifices. And the reason why I'm beginning to talk about it is because love Leads to legacy. What you love will ultimately lead to what you're remembered for, right? Legacy, and, and I'm I'm, I'm kind of get I'm getting all the way there because it's what people remember about you, right? By 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 product of your contributions. So I've, I've been very fortunate to have this. I got this cheat code. Helmet catch is like a cheat code, and I'll be like I said, I'll be talking about this moment for the rest of my life. I couldn't have scripted that moment, but. It's a part of my contribution to the game, right? Maybe your contributions go to high school. You may be one of the best high school players, but they're going to remember you for being one of the best high school players wherever you were. It was your love that led to the legacy of that contribution. It might be on a local sphere, but it's on, it's on some measure of relevance. One of the things that I cannot stand, you know, this happens very often. We just got to be haters, right? <laughs> Professional haters. Well, people make statements like, you're no longer relevant. Well, you're always relevant to somebody. Let me assure every single one of you, right? Like every sphere of influence is its own. Every community is its own community. So there's never a time where I'm not relevant because I'm a husband, I'm a I'm a father, I'm a business owner. I'm relevant to to, to my employees. I'm relevant to my children. I'm relevant to the to the people that I serve daily. I might not be relevant in pop culture. Right. But if that only matters, if it matters to you, right, it's completely irrelevant on the grand scheme of what brings you meaning and value. Right. Because love, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to keep throwing this It's what leads you to your legacy. So I want you to take inventory right now of what is it that you're saying that you love? Right. What is it that you're saying is valuable to you? Because you get a chance to make that decision right now. Now, here's where it can get. I don't want to I don't want to say it's tricky. Because we can get really audacious when we're young. We're passionate about things. You know, you should dream big. We just launched the Catch Camp this past year. We're working toward Catch Camp in 2024. I promise you, everyone will hear more about it. But we say feed the dream and paint the reality. We say feed the dream, right? So I'm not a dream crusher. But you have to put everything in proper perspective so that it's attainable, right? Dreams are meant to be big, right? But you have to dream something audacious, but also create the proper perspective so that you can see how to get it, right? And make the proper conclusions. Okay, maybe playing a 10-year career is not for me, right? Maybe it's two, right? Based on the experience, the opportunity, whatever it is, right? So football was the beginning of of my, you know, something that I committed to I was willing to make the necessary sacrifices, pay attention to the detail, listen to the coaching, right? People were not separate from my process that allowed me to see the reward of that legacy, right? So whether that's at Montclair, New Jersey at the high school, whether it's at Syracuse University at college, I was willing to make the necessary sacrifices along the way. You know what? How'd I get in the NFL? I was a special teams player. I was willing to do something that others were not willing. I valued kickoff when 90% of people did not, right? And it's not like they didn't at all ever. It's just that I just said, this is my ticket. That was the mental framework that I shifted to in college. I said, you know what? If they're not going, let me get the shine at at receiver. I got to get on here and and pad the stat sheet somehow. I'm going to contribute. So I value contributing above being a star because I love the game so much. It's just an example, right? So again, football was kind of like that first love for me, right? And it did lead to a treasure. It did lead to a a legacy. So legacy is this this thing where most of us as as adults, we connect legacy oftentimes to financial contributions, right? We connect it to what we're leaving, maybe our children. We connect it to business. And ultimately, it's your name right? Your legacy is how your name lived on. I have a statement that I think is powerful. I chose posterity over prosperity. Posterity, it speaks to my lineage. It speaks to what goes on after I'm no longer here, right? And that's inclusive of your legacy. You know, your name should be valued above silver and gold, above riches, because the reputation of your name will go on beyond you, whereas you can't take those those riches, right? You could pass you could pass them on, you could hold on, but eventually, right? They have to be put to use and someone else is going to benefit from them. It's all about stewardship in the grand scheme. Are you tired of losing your bets? Our sponsor, betting.us is here to help with expert analysis, up-to-date odds, and insider knowledge, our team of sports betting professionals will guide you to victory. Bet smarter and win bigger with betting.us. Let me keep it moving. Another area of inf- of another area of tremendous love and meaning for me is my pursuit of the kingdom. Right? This isn't necessarily a Christian podcast. This is a podcast where you're meant to draw from truth, transparency, and transformation. That's what DT3 is. Right? We're trying to get you somewhere. We're trying to get you to a moment where you can find the keys necessary to unlock breakthrough in your life, to unlock stability to to, to get answers and share stories that will resonate in a way where you can push that can down the block a little further. Well, the kingdom consumed my life at 24 years old. I wasn't raised in the faith, right? So for 19 years, I've been pursuing one thing, and that's Jesus Christ. But I realized that if I was going to get closer to Christ, I had to care about what he cared about, right? So I'm fast-tracking some of my pursuit over 19 years, and that meant he cared immensely about people. But he's even boiled it down to something called the Great Commission. Go make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And then it says, teach them to observe the things that I've commanded you. So I'm very narrow in what it is to be a disciple. A disciple is a follower of a teacher, right? And... Even in the realm of the faith, whether this is your thing, we try to remove people, right? Because we're we're information. We love information. That's why three million podcasts are out there. More input. There was a movie called Short Circuit. More input. <laughs> More input. Right? So go check that out if y'all, if y'all young homes. So, but the kingdom has been a 19-year pursuit for me. Being fruitful, being a good son to God. You know, being committed to the things that are eternal versus the things that are temporal. So, you know, people look at my life as after the helmet, came, what is this dude doing? Listen, I've been doing the work of the kingdom. Okay, I've been making disciples. I assure you, there's there's reward, there's a legacy eternal, there's treasures eternally that I'm looking to inherit. So I wasn't gonna do for money what I wasn't <clears throat> gonna do for God. Meaning, like that's that was that was an instruction from my teacher, my leader. He said, don't do for money what you haven't done for God, right? That's, that's the shame on you when it comes. I don't have any problem with multi-level marketing, but it takes the teachings or the, the, the framework of the kingdom and people do for money what they haven't done for God, right? The majority of people who get inspired by the opportunity, because it is an opportunity, it's a great opportunity. If you have a great product or a great service, tell people about it. Well, you you tell me about Jesus, right, if that's what you believe? So the kingdom is another example where love is leading to a part of my legacy. Part of my legacy will be the people who were won to eternity by virtue of me opening my mouth, allowing my testimony to go forth and lead them to forgiveness and peace, right? So football, the kingdom, my family, that's a part of my legacy, right? That should be a part of yours. You know, at the end of the day, it's beautiful how humans are wired. Like we are wired. Let's call some hard. You know, you got hardware and software. The hardware in humans is be successful and reproduce. That was right there in Genesis. Be successful and reproduce. You know, and that's that's what he told Adam. Be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Be successful, reproduce. Your legacy will be tied to that very thing. So everybody is waking up trying to be successful. There's nobody at career day, right? Who says, man, I, I don't want to do nothing. I just want to be a bum. I want to lay around and do nothing. There's no one who says that. Even if they live it. <laughs> Some folks is out here struggling. We all been on a struggle bus. and But there's no one who actually says that because we aspire to do something meaningful, right? So again, I choose posterity over prosperity because prosperity is to be successful, right? To have more than enough. I mean, and I think that's really what, and, and that's all relevant. I want everybody to grasp that success is relevant, which is why covetousness is so dangerous. You, you know, to covet your neighbor's possessions, to covet your neighbor's job aspirations. Now we need inspiration, but we don't need to covet with other people. That's where the comparison game trips every single one of us up. Love will lead you to legacy. Take inventory right now. What is it that I really love? Right now, I'm not one of these dudes that says, follow your passion. Because if you're 30 years old and you got a family, you need to actually take care of your family. You might be passionate about sports, but I'm not going to tell you to go pursue the NFL. I'm not going to tell you that, hey, man, just it's mad opportunities in the D-League. You know what? You might be fulfilled, and you'll be completely irresponsible. Duty is the handmaiden of love and honor, okay? Duty is necessary, okay, because duty is aligned with purpose and priorities. If you don't have a sense of purpose and priority, then you will fail, and you will feel the brunt of those disappointments. You will disappoint others and by of disappointing others, you will disappoint yourself. I'm still talking about the same thing. Love lead will lead you to legacy because if you love your child, you'll do your best to provide for them because you're no longer at the seat of the accomplishment. So I do respect passion and at the root word of passion is suffering. I'm still saying the same thing, whether it's your business, you know, your, your business objectives, right? You might love money, right? It says the love of money is the root of all evil, right? But at the end of the day, money answers all things. So you got to wrestle, right? You need to get the love out your heart. But we understand why people love money. I understand. Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's deceitful, but I do understand, right? So I don't tie money to success because that's not what fills me. What fills me is the love of God and the love for people. And I love serving people. I love adding value to people. That's why I'm over here busting my head with with the people who love me helping to get this podcast out. This stuff ain't easy. It's just worth it. It's worth the necessary sacrifices. It's worth it. I don't have, I ain't got the bread. I got seven kids raising a family in in North Jersey. I never had a million in a bank account. Right? I never, never. I was the highest paid special teams player in the league for a few years. Never had a meal in the bank account, had tremendous helmet catch before and after. Great opportunity. So all I'm saying is we do the things that we deem to be valuable, priority, and important. And if you don't understand your purpose, then it becomes very difficult, right, to align those priorities, right? It becomes very difficult. So you have to, number one, establish what is important. What do I love? Because If it's not in alignment with with true purpose and if your priorities aren't intact, then you're beginning to delay the place of true fulfillment because every decision that you make still impacts others. Right. So if you're an employee and you're not responsible with your job, you're hindering the flow of an organization. Right. You either an asset or a liability. And it's the very same way, even as as a child, if you're a child. In your home, if you're not contributing, if you're not doing a dish, if you're not doing your chores, you become a liability to the household because somebody else got to pick up the slack. Right, teamwork makes the dream work. Everybody can make a meaningful contribution wherever you go. Teams prove us that. The beautiful thing about sports is it boils everything down to a win and a loss, right? At the end of the day, you either won or you lost. Well, I want you to attack every single day. I want you to attack those objectives. I want you to be clear in identifying what that very thing is that you love so you can assess along the way whether this is a meaningful contribution you know i'm giving my time i'm giving my money i'm giving my hard work my diligence i'm giving my attention i'm giving my resource my focus my concentration my i'm giving all these things is this is this beginning to 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 lead to a harvest you got to be able to assess that and you're going to need others along the way to make sound and sober conclusions so that we're not living disillusion. At the end of the day, I'm expected to be re- rewarded when I give my time, right? Now, it doesn't mean it's immediate, but I am expecting, I'm expecting to get better at my craft, right? I'm expecting to book a client, right, when I'm persistent in the effort. And I think that's that's where this begins to make hay, right? So I want you guys to, you know, um, the, the, as, as we're going along, identify those things. What is it that I, that I really do love? Am I getting a return on my investment, right? And you have to, you kind of got to make these, you know, conclusions yourself. You know, what are you investing? Are you investing time, right? Because we got time, we got talent, we got treasure. Everybody gets those three Ts, right? Time is the most valuable of them all. You don't get that back. You can gain new skills, You can gain new skills. It takes time. And the older you get, it gets harder to gain new skills, right? But time is the most valuable asset that you have, right? So use it wisely. And if you're given those things, you should expect to see some kind of return. If it's money, anybody should expect, right? ROI is common language now. Return on investment. You got dollars in. Hopefully you get dollars out. You reap what you sow. These are laws that are tied to the the earth. But... And we don't want to do anything in vain, right? No empty pursuits. I want to get to the finish line down the road, way down the road. brother. Out here trying to live in these streets. <laughs> down the road, I want to get to that finish line and be well received by God. But I also want to be exhausted. I want to know that I've given every single thing that I've had and all that he's entrusted me with, right? Because that's what it is. What I have is what he's entrusted me with, right? I'm trying to, I'm trying to give Jesus crazy ROI back. I'm like, yo, mm, you gave me five, here go ten. Mm, Take that. (laughs) Take that, Jesus. Get that back. That's because that's really, (laughs) I hate to paint the scriptures that way, but the Lord is looking for a return. He gave you this thing called breath and life, right? That's literally the word for spirit. It's breath. He gave it to you. We didn't have it before God existed, right? We was just, right? And that's kind of what we return to, lifeless. Right. So if he gave you that, what are you doing with it? You got to give something back. Right. So I'm painting this thing that, hey, man, love will lead to legacy. What do you want to be remembered for? And I think you have to make some of those decisions now. I want to engage this conversation because legacy is this big word. This is why people tie their names to universities. Right. A lot of people, they, they find tremendous financial success, right? And that's very difficult to do. I'm in this new stage as an entrepreneur myself, right? So that means you need to book David Tyree for your next speaking engagement. I haven't been plugging that much. What are my contributions? I can I show you how to be a wonder. I can show you how to, I can coach you to find similar successes in your own lane, right? Well, I've done it. I have credible experience, knowledge. That can add value to a company, to a person, to a client. So that's a part of my experience. Now I'm looking to give that back, right? I'm looking to add, impart that knowledge, that wisdom, that experience, right? to In a way where you can enhance your decision making, where you can close the gap, maybe turn a five-year journey into a two-year journey, right? Whether that's in the marketplace, because it's going to take time. It's going to take experience, It's going to take the proper strategy for us to get to where we want to go. But we want to diminish the lag time, right? So your legacy is what people are going to be remembered about you. I know for me, I'm fortunate to say that people are going to remember my contributions on the football field. They might only know the helmet catch, but I can promise you there's more than just the catch, right? I've sought to it for the last 19 years in my eternal pursuit that I'm looking to be a good son to God. I want to be well-pleasing. A lot of that is hidden, right? I get a chance to share as much of that as I want. A lot of that is hidden, but there's going to be an inheritance and a legacy that says that man, this guy loved, this guy loved Christ well. And I have seven beautiful children. I have homes, we've homeschooled for 15 years. That wasn't because I was balling. That was because I was invested in who they were becoming. I was invested in ensuring that they had the best. The best opportunity to flourish intellectually, socially, emotionally, spiritually, right? 15 years, my wife gets all the roses, <laughs> right? I was the superintendent, okay? I just want you to know. I was investing valuable ducats, <laughs> okay? And guess what? My wife, she's a certified nurse midwife by trade. I could have used Dallas, dollars, man. I could have used the dollars, because I suffering in these streets. These kids were driving us crazy. Okay. I could cry right now. But but 15 years, that's going to be a part of my legacy. Right? So we have that wisdom, knowledge, and experience to impart to others on how to do those things well. We, we took L's that you don't have to take. We took L's that you don't have to take. Right? Getting our head, bumping up our head, trying to ensure that these kids not only become... Um, you know, intelligent, but they're the righteous, right? That they're that wherever they go, they're not they're an asset wherever they go, in the marketplace, in the school, right? Whatever they do, they do it to the glory of God. So, you know, that was that was what was dropped on me today. Hopefully, that there's there's some insight and guidance that will that will you can grab hold of where you can assess assess the things that you're interested in, and I just don't want anybody to to be delusional about it, right? Because I don't want to just say, "Hey, man, follow your passion." You might be at a stage where you need to understand that the decisions that you make, they affect others, whether it's your children, right? whether it's your significant other, whatever it is, whether it's your employees, because if you just drop, drop everything and, and pursue your passion, you could be negligent and leave someone else exposed. And that creates, you know, resentment that creates broken relationships that creates missed opportunities. Right. We want to mature. Right, we want to mature, and maturity is not determined by age; it's determined by the decisions that we make. So, hopefully, there was some um, there was some insight. Didn't want to get super deep. These are three of the pockets of places of influence and opportunity where I know will be shaped to my legacy. I know will be shaped to my legacy. I want you to identify those and create a vision for how you want those very things to be remembered. What's important to you, right? I'm new in this entrepreneurial journey, but make sure you hit up David Tyree 85. Bring me in as your speaker, your coach. You know what I'm saying? We got Catch Camp coming. We got all kinds of unique, amazing opportunities where we can share the wisdom, the experience to to add value to your company, your culture, your team, right? That's where we're at. And um, listen, I hope everybody is blessed by that. We'll check in soon.